Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to Secondary Fermentation, episode number 70. We're seven-tenths of the way to 100. And we're 100% are on our way to good fractions. <laughs> well, I was like, what's seven-tenths? Seven? <laughs> we're seven-tenths away. <laughs> oh, goodness. We need to get all the tenths in the world. Every tenth. Every yep. tenth. It's a milestone. We've made it. Mm-hmm. Every time we hit a new decile in the, you know, in the podcast, we just don't know how we got there. We're a little delayed on this episode, though. Uh, we had an illness strike. So as we had talked up before, we were going to do the uh, Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout vertical tasting. Uh, we actually got it in here right in front of us as we speak. But right before we were do that, we were struck by an illness. As you may know, we have a small baby who's now in daycare, and he passed on to us a GI bug and a cold. So mm. uh, not only were our stomachs not in order for tasting strong stouts, but also <laughs> we couldn't smell or taste anything. So not very good for wow. a beer tasting. Can't believe you threw Owen under the bus like that. That's right, kid. Yeah. We're going to point your fingers, fault. but somebody got us sick. Somebody... Yeah, so, mm-hmm. but we survived. We're here to live another day. We're just uh, a little bit late on the episode. Yeah, you can't you can't really force a tasting like this with stuffy noses and lack of smell and taste. Yeah, yeah, it would be a waste of quality beer. That's yes, what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so just as of what November twenty fourth, the stouts were released for this year. The 2023 variants, Nick so kindly went, picked one up from Tapped, one of the local bottle shops we have here, and uh, got the 2023, just regular version, but then he also got the Bananas Foster variant. Yeah, I haven't opened that one yet. I was actually planning to do that one first, but uh, what I ended up doing is I found a 2022 in my cabinet, Mm. it was, in my pantry, it was uh, 2022, but it was not the standard one. I can't remember now what the variant was. I'll have to look up my check-in for that one, but I figured that one had been conditioned for a year after uh, it was released last fall, so went ahead and drank that one, so still have to pop that Bananas Foster sometime. Yeah, that sounds like it'll be good. I don't think I've had that variant before, so I'd be interested. So here we have a three-year vertical, uh, just doing the, the plain ones this time. We've got uh, the 2021 through 2023. Interesting. I was just looking at the labels different for the 2023. You said it is different or you're wondering? It is. Well, it it says notes of vanilla, cocoa, cherry, caramelized sugar, and almond. And the other ones are notes of vanilla, toffee, chocolate, burnt sugar, and mixed fruit or dried Mm. fruit. Interesting. So maybe different barrels used or something that would have had a different profile. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. The uh, actually, I just looked up that I couldn't remember the 2022 Bourbon County Stout I had. It was the Biscotti Stout, oh. so that was really nice. You mentioned the almonds, and that was a ringer for me. So it had kind of that like almond liqueur, a little bit of uh, extra sweetness, maybe a little bit of like that burnt sugar, some toffee. It's really nice. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys think would be the best way to go about this? Do we start with the newest? edition and work down to oldest or backwards or hmm what do you think owen hmm. i just want to drink it all i wonder i'm wondering if we should start with the oldest because it's had more time to mellow out some of the harsher mm. barrel tones um and then like our palate won't be Ooh. awash in those the freshest palate yeah yeah i like it i'm here for that idea reasonable yeah, so we've Do got it. 2021, 2022, and 2023 uh, here. We actually have another 22 bottle downstairs, just waiting for a future one. Um, if you just kind of like jam that down, usually it goes faster on it. Like you gotta just like push it hard. Yeah. There you go. Wow, fancy. Hope the mic picked up all that <laughs> aggressive <laughs> bottle opening. Yeah. So as you heard earlier. Lauren noticed a discrepancy on the labels just from the flavor notes between the 23 and the other two years. Uh, as far as I know, it's still, you know, the blended same barrels, right? doesn't say anything different for this year, does it? Uh, no, that's really the only thing is the notes on the back of the label. That was a really keen eye, Lauren. But 
We'll see. Yeah, because like I said, they do do different variants of this mm-hmm. every year in addition to the standard stout. But yeah, typically the the original variety is pretty consistent year to year. But I yeah. suppose yeah, we could look up if they use a different barrel uh, or different barrels for the blend of twenty twenty three. Yeah, and, and just for those who may not be familiar with it, it's a yearly release. I mean, I feel like you, if you're listening to this, you probably are. <laughs> but just in case, you know, it's from Goose Island. It's a yearly uh, imperial stout that they put up, and they age it for 12 months before they release it. And it's aged in bourbon barrels from Buffalo Trace, Heaven Hill, Four Roses, and Wild Turkey Distilleries. Uh, they take those, and then they blend them all together uh, before bottling them, and and uh, send them out. So we've got these here. And then on top of their year barrel aging, we've done a, an additional one to two years on these too. So Nick's pouring up the 2021 right now, looking quite stouty. <laughs> oh, she a stout one. She's stout. Yeah. Actually, surprisingly, still a decent amount of head when you pour aggressively. Not a ton, of course. You're not expecting it to be like really mm-hmm. effervescent or carbonated, but... Still retained a little bit of that, so pick your poison, Elsie. Oh, I like the little glass. It's cute. Yeah, it, it looks really nice for like a a tasting. Yeah, so a little bit of head formation when you give it a, an aggressive swirl, but it, it doesn't linger very long. It's a pretty still-looking beer, but super dark, as you might expect. That kind of almost inky motor oil color. Yeah, um, well-used oil. Yeah, leaving a tiny bit of lace on the glass if you swirl it around, but again, it's very viscous. More like staining than anything. It's got some legs. It's got some legs. Oh, snap, I'm spilling it. I'm, sp- hey, I'm aggressively let's, swirling let's, it and spilling it on let's, myself. Let's not. Do you need a burp? I haven't yet? even had any yet. <laughs> so sticky. Somehow, miraculously, that only landed on my arm. Nice save. I remember my first beer. Wow. Yes, but dark. Around the edge, it's got a nice, like, amber red, like, deep red color, if you look at it kind of from the top. But uh, head very tan. Other than that, completely opaque, Uh inky, black. Those were going to be my descriptors. Mm. What you got for aromas? LC. Sweet. Yeah, very sweet. Yeah, some, like, chocolate. Maybe, like, some baker's chocolate. Hershey syrup gone bad. Yeah. <laughs> Hershey syrup gone wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not like bad, but like a little boozy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely some deep tones of uh, the alcohol peeking through if you take a mm-hmm. big sniff. Still getting some of like the bourbon vanilla. And then also I'm getting a lot of like kind of dark fruit on the Shanaz too. Dried fruits kind like of. Like raspberry. Raspberry? Mm. Or plum. Seeing schnozberries. <laughs> getting some berries on the schnoz. They're schnozberries. <laughs> Tastes like this wallpaper I once licked. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I don't remember what happened after that, but <laughs> also the concept of lickable wallpaper, how disgusting. <laughs> Everybody like you licking on your wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> who last licked mm. this area? And that's how COVID started. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, just pretty sweet, syrupy, boozy aroma. A little bit of vanilla. Again, no, like oaky, woody smells. Not really on this aroma for me, but those could have mellowed out with some time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of detected a lot of the notes they have on the label for this one with... As Elsie said, the vanilla, toffee, chocolate, burnt sugar, and dried fruit. Mm. I think toffee and sh- like burnt sugar to me are pretty, pretty similar. similar yeah. like, like caramel basically is like like you're just kind of cooking sugar, mm-hmm. a little bit of butter. Mm. Um, but, uh, cream. All right, time for a sip for me. Elsie took a sip and it looked like it punched her in the tongue. I taste the alcohol. On the back end. <laughs> the way you said that, I don't know why it was so funny. I taste, I the, taste alcohol. the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Mm, really oh. smooth mouthfeel, though. Like, yeah. Velvety smooth. It just kind of like blankets your tongue. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's not too sticky either. Like, Mm-mm. 
a little like less i mean there's chocolate still there but less chocolate i think on the taste for me and there's a alcoholic bite on the finish for sure yes yes it does finish pretty boozy i think that would limit your number of um beverages you would be able to have <laughs> I had five Bourbon County stouts today. Why don't they sell them in a six pack? I don't understand. Yeah, so a fourteen percent beer. I think that's probably going to be consistent. Actually, I guess the twenty twenty two says fourteen point three percent. Oh gosh, point three. Does that only say sixteen? Or wait, does that say six? Something point. Oh my gosh, maybe that's fourteen point six. Yeah, so <laughs> it's increasing by point, <laughs> increasing like, by point three percent every year. <laughs> oh my gosh! At this rate, it'll be twenty percent before long. <laughs> but yeah, uh, flavor a lot of sweetness, uh, kind of a biting alcoholic finish, almost similar to like if you took a sip of whiskey or something like that. It's it's kind of got that flavor to it. Still some still vanilla, little less dried fruit on the taste for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting mostly like the burnt sugar and, and like that chocolate. It's almost like a slightly bitter chocolate, though. Yeah. Uh, it's like when you, like if you had just like pure cocoa powder or something. Yeah, like unsweetened baker's chocolate yeah. is what it tastes like to me. Yeah. We we also, I don't know if we mentioned like we, we've had these out of the fridge for a little bit to make sure they come up to, yeah, not like room temp, but you don't want them to be fridge cold. Like 50, 45, 50 degrees. Yeah, there's a good range in there to get more of the flavors and kind of holding it the glass in my hand and swirling it a little bit I think is kind of having it evolve slightly which is good. Yeah, having it at a little warmer temperature opens it up, gives some more of those volatile aromas a chance to escape. We've got a small baby jealous, wants to try some but maybe yeah. in 20 years, kid, 20 and a half years. He just sees bottles and he's like I want to knock one back. I love he bottles. Does really like I like bottles. my bottles. <laughs> Popping bottles. Popping bottles. What else are you thinking on this? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting when we go up into the 2022 and then the 2023 to see is this one kind of mellowed out as far as maybe it doesn't have as big of a punch of alcohol because it still is quite boozy. But from what I remember from the 2022 biscotti stout I had a few weeks ago, that one had a pretty elevated. It, alcohol presence and i felt like it made it such a slow sipper for me mm. i i shared it with uh jen and her family and i couldn't like not finish the bottle and so i think after everybody had their first taster they were pretty much done <laughs> so i just kept kind of pouring and sipping on it all night but it took me a while just because it was slightly strong you know it is like drinking a whiskey or a bourbon you're you're not downing those really quickly at least i'm not a, <laughs> yeah i just chug them down you know over. <laughs> My belly is very warm right now. <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. It is. I do have a warm, like, throat sensation. <laughs> I do love the mouthfeel, though. I think partially because it's not as the carbonation is not as present and it's just, like, super silky. Yeah. It doesn't taste flat, though. Like, if you were to have a flat beer, I mean, that would be unpleasant. It's pretty, it's still pretty, like, a, still, a though, but not yeah. like, it's just not bright, bubbly carbonation. But, I mean, overall. Pretty solid, just like I was expecting, you know, just a a strong stout. Yeah. Yeah, my last few sips, I think, were my favorite. I think just like letting it open up, as you said, and, you know, all the flavors that were kind of maybe initially jumping out, they all kind of more blended together towards the end. So it wasn't like overly chocolatey or bitter. Uh, the booziness kind of was subdued and just finished really nicely. I was able to actually... <laughs> down the last few rather quickly yeah mm -hmm. the thing with me that I, th I like how this hits is like you sip it super sweet like cloyingly sweet uh and then you like swallow it down you get some of that retro nasal olfaction and i think that's where the alcohol burn yeah. comes into play like because you can feel it like on your palate after and it is kind of like after sipping some whiskey or something like you're not getting that initial punch but you're kind of getting like an afterburn the afterburn can you feel mm. the burn? Yeah. All right, yeah. So we've all finished our our first one. We're going to rinse our glasses. We'll switch to the next year's variant, but we've left some in the in that bottle so we can revisit and kind of maybe do a little ranking at the end. We also got oyster crackers. We're real legit here. We take this seriously. I always find it interesting, too, um, how 
certain beverages have different smells on the nose and then when you take a sip it's not necessarily what you're anticipating based off of the smells yeah it kind of like leads you down one path but then Uh you Mm. yeah notably like what joe said with the fruit i definitely picked it up on the nose some of that kind of like dark fruit like some you know maraschino cherries or some cordial cherries but it wasn't really fruit forward in the Mm -hmm. the flavor at all I couldn't really pick any of that up. It was just kind of, kind of the more confectionery mm. components with the chocolate and the mm-hmm. burnt sugar. Yeah, it was definitely sugar forward. I think. Now we'll go ahead and crack open the twenty-two. Pop, 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 that pop. one was much more successful. They had quite a pop of carbonation too when it came yeah, off. Yeah, I did. See that little bit of like gas escaping. That bottle opener I got from. Pretty sure I got that from Wish.com. <laughs> Which is, I think Timu is like the new Wish. Yeah, I got this oh, like okay. years ago. But like it's one of these ones, it's not like you just basically like push it down on the bottle cap and it pops the bottle cap off. It, it's successful about 50% of the time. <laughs> but it actually worked fully that time because even the magnet caught the bottle cap on the end pumping like it's supposed bottles, to. Pumping bottles. Ooh, LC's got a little bit of a ring of that dark tan foam there yeah so elsie we so what we're drinking out of so i have a stemmed tulip glass uh nick also has like a would you say that's more of a snifter or like a small stout glass it's like a it's like a baby tulip almost but yeah kind of lean towards a snifter it's just not as uh tapered towards the Mm -hmm. top it actually has a little bit of that kind of Flare, uh, flare at the yeah. top. So and Nick's Nick, so Nick and Lauren are drinking out of Bourbon County uh, branded glassware that Nick got when he picked up those couple bottles the other week. Uh, Lauren's is a different shape though. It's almost reminds me of a whiskey taster glass, like a oh, yeah. stemless narrow glass that's pretty flared at the bottom. It's got some wide hips, but then it slenders out. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I really can't. I think it's like. One of the brands or the style is the Glen Glen Cairn whiskey mm. glass. You know what I'm talking about? Like I don't know if you can see from there. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's similar to that where it's it's kind of tulipy, but it's like taller and, and it's more narrow. Yeah. yeah, meant for pouring kind of small small pulls from your whiskey. I can say as we're talking about the, like these glasses, though, I am smelling much more volatile aromas from this one like yeah and from far away too yeah holding my glass down like by my belly button i'm smelling it and that's like a a good tasting note that i don't think we do too much anymore but i know yeah doing a a low pass kind of a drive-by from like you know a a farther distance drive-by sniff drive-by sniffing (laughs) yeah because like obviously you're going to get a lot of stuff right up to your nose but if you kind of pass it under your chin you can Mm -hmm. pick up some of the more prominent aromas I've never noticed it holding it down like that belly button height. <laughs> yeah, that's. I strong. do have an unusually high belly button. It's on, <laughs> it's on my Adam's apple button. <laughs> the problem with my belly button is it's on my chin. <laughs> yeah. What? That bar cloth. Did he spit up? No, he just got some um, beer on Bourbon him? County on his hand. <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> oh, he likes that. <laughs> it smells good. He's like, I want to record. Well, since it's going to go directly into uh, his mouth, yeah, I thought that that would not be a good yeah. idea. He immediately put the hand in the mouth once he wiped it. <laughs> He's like, I don't oh, know, this kid dives for some beers. I'll have a beer in my hand, and he grabs it, and immediately, like, he doesn't just grab the can and, like, just, like, mess with it. He, like, grabs it, pulls it down, and, like, puts the mouth, like, towards his <laughs> mouth. The same thing with bottles, too. Like, it's like he's trying to take a drink out of it. Buddy, how do you... You don't even know yet. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, this one, I mean, it almost seems darker. Is, am I wrong? Like No, I I was going to say the same thing. I don't really see a lot of the same hues of that kind of amber-red color in the light. Uh-uh. It's like, it just seems like it's more viscous, darker, more like inky. Yeah. It does have a little more head retention, though. Like, I'm getting a ring around the outside of my glass, and it kind of lingers there. Yeah. And it's still viscous, but I think it falls from the edges of the glass a little faster than the last one did. We should have done a test. A test? Well, we can after we've still got some. 
Like, it yeah, looks a it lot thinner, you know? Because I can tell, because I swished and swirled mine previously, and I was able to kind of, like, recreate the head. I'm not able to do so, um, really, with this one. It the kind no- of dissipates yeah. very quickly. The nose on this one, a lot stronger, a lot more pungent. Yeah. Hmm, so similarities. like Yeah. Definitely getting that kind of bitter chocolate or the baker's chocolate. More like vanilla toasted marshmallow for me, I feel like. Ooh. Especially if I'm doing a little drive-by action. Nick snorting it over here. <laughs> Deep inhales. <laughs> it yeah, smells a little fruitier, too, I think. It smells like something. <laughs> <laughs> it smells that smelly smell. I can't, I can't. It smells like it. something smelly. It almost smells kind of like a, uh, maybe I'm way out there, but like a Black Forest cake. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, like decadent. I thought you were like, going to say Black Forest ham. I was like, <laughs> it smells like black. are you having a stroke? <laughs> yeah, there's some, it's a black also horse. some Dijon mustard in there, I think. Horseradish? <laughs> I'm smelling burnt toast. Is that? <laughs> yeah, like a decadent yeah. chocolate. Because isn't Black Forest cake, isn't it? It's like chocolate, but also like. There's, what else is in, it's like, it's slightly fruity, right? Raspberries. Trees. <laughs> yeah, is it, is it raspberry or? It's either raspberries or cherries, I can't remember. It's so funny that I said that and I don't even know exactly what's in it. I just know that there's a fruit component to it. And I just never, I thought it was like maybe cherry or, you know, raspberry. Were there um desserts there's, in yeah, that? Yeah, cherries on top of it. That you put in the fridge, Joe? Yeah. Okay. I didn't actually make sure that they gave me everything I ordered. Rich cherry filling. Cherry, yeah, okay. cherry. That yeah, is so a very good, like, like, that's what it is. Or chocolate-covered cherries is probably more Ooh. commonly used. The, the layman may not. You, yeah, like you those little Black Forest, Queen Anne's, like, Queen Anne's, cordial yeah. cherries. If you Google Black Forest cake, like, it directs you to Black Forest gâteau, which is the French word for cake, but it's a German cake. So I don't know why. <laughs> There's also German chocolate cake, which is totally yeah. different. Interesting. No, she's like telling me about it. But yeah, a little fruitier, I think. A little brighter fruit, like less. I don't, I don't know. It's tough to pin down. You took your sip. Did you take a sip? Yeah, I'm not did. taking a sip yet. It's more palatable. The last one just spit out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't palate this. Yeah, I feel like this one's a little more intense on the palate as of the sip yeah. I had when I just almost oh, laughed really? it out my nose. A little nose. more noticeable carbonation, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I can down this some. one real quick. <laughs> Maybe it's because of the carbonation, it kind of like invites you to take another drink. Yeah. But it's yeah definitely a little, a little more bright, but it's, again, it's not going to be like sparkling or super carbonated. It just has a, t- a touch more present carbonation. And I almost feel like it's slightly chewy. Yeah. Like, it's like there's some either... Like particulate matter or some kind of like residual like thickness in the beer that's making it like slightly chewy. I don't know. <laughs> International thickness units. Yeah, it's like I know what you're saying, it's like that protein. It's just a viscosity feel it's funny, the viscosity look lower in the yeah. glass feels higher in the mouth. And it is kind of chewing. It almost kind of makes you like salivate a little bit after yeah. it's a little weird. Yeah, it does actually. And it makes your it's like more tingly on the sip versus yeah the mouth is like more tingly on the tongue it's like more of an alcoholic burn up front versus the other one was definitely on that retronasal when you breathe through but i don't get a ton of that with this one very interesting like the difference between them so far Mm -hmm. yeah actually it doesn't finish super boozy yeah i feel like up front like you said it's it's kind of an inverse of the last one where that retronasal faction with the 2021 that this, burn. Yeah. Now it's like I kind of get a burn up front, but when I do the retro nasal olfaction, it's a little softer. Mm-hmm. It's like still there, but it's not as aggressive. No, and it's funny. This one is like, um, it's a little harder to like just keep sitting on your tongue. And I don't know if that's a combination of the alcohol burn and the, and the carbonation there. Maybe it's that 0.3% alcohol increase. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like it's floating on your tongue. Like it's not sticking to my mm-hmm. tongue. It's just kind of like... It feels like there's some static or something. It's kind of like yeah. a layer of static between the beer and my tongue. It's actually a really interesting sensation. Lauren, take a sip and try and just hold it on your mouth. Tongue. Wait, you said it was the l- less aggressive, didn't you? Mm-hmm. 
I find this less aggressive than the first one. I think this one almost has a little more of a woody character to it. As I get deep in the glass with it, sniffing it. Get real deep in the glass. Oh my gosh. I just... <laughs> I saw a video the other day. Um, Tim and Eric. That's what it is. Tim and Eric. Yeah. But the Eric guy had one. It's like, how to taste wine. And he's like... <laughs> holds a bottle, like sticks the bottle up his nose. All that. But yeah, this beer... Definitely more intense. Now I'm just taking us down a little them. longer to get through this one. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> you know what will be the real test is is tasting um, the... it over top of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real test. Okay, the real test. <laughs> you never had a beer tasting until you tasted beer like this over vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. To do to do like the twenty one and the twenty three back to back, like we'll oh, be able to do that. Back like. to back. We'll go sequential, then we'll kind of jump around. Yeah, this one... I think it's a, it's a nice sweet spot, almost. Not, not that anything was wrong with the 2021, but if you prefer your beer to have a little bit more, like, vibrance and, I guess, brightness on the mouthfeel, this one definitely packs some more carbonation, a little more brightness, and it's just... You know, not as still as the 2021, but... Yeah, I think this one's just definitely more of a... Whereas the last one was just a little more one-dimensional, probably just from the aging. More mellow, for sure. This yeah. one is a lot more bright. And it's, it takes longer to get through this one, I think, for sure. I liked the first one. Which one do you think you like better so far, I guess, this year? Um, well, I think, actually, the first one... I'm, I've My steam has kind of run out a little bit on this one. Yeah, we'll be... Be powering through the, the the most recent edition, but yeah, I don't know. I think the first one would be more of like a regular, you know, like not. I don't want to say like a daily driver because like I'm not gonna drink a <laughs> bottle of bourbon kind of stout every day, but like I could drink that more often and just kind of casually get through it. I think this one is more like, hey, it's a bottle share. Let's like crack open this bottle. Yeah, it's gonna be shared and I I want like maybe a small pull of it and that's about it. It's not bad by any means, but it's definitely I think like hitting. And also there's a slightly higher ABV, which you wouldn't think matters, but when you get into 14%, like yeah. every bit after that is going to matter. Counts. Yeah, I think I think the first one is just easier to kind of get through mm-hmm. a glass. This one I I oh, do wow. think is more of a shareable one. And look, I don't I have gotten to the end there's and some it's stain. Kind of stain, yeah. yeah. These glasses gang. will never recover. Never seen that in well. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, I did probably pour a little bit more from the 2022. This one definitely is more staining. Not a lot, but like I looked at the two bottles, and I mean, there, there's no exact science to my measuring right now. I think I'm just and it'll probably it. get worse as you drink more. I was about to say. Yeah, we're not going to have any leftover of the 2023. I'm just going <laughs> to finish the bottle off. <laughs> And I think, you know, I think a way to sum up the 22 versus the 21 is just more in general, more alcohol burn, more sweetness, more viscous. Yeah, viscous, a little more sweet. Yeah, because I think the, the first one, the sweetness was a little bit more mellowed out. Granted, like all my tasting notes were pretty much chocolate and like sugar but I think you could pick up the fruit aroma and it, it had a, a touch less um, alcoholic sweetness, like from mm-hmm. the booziness, it kind of like was mellowed out there. So it finished, I don't know, like more stouty and less like a dessert stout. This one kind of is like a really elevated dessert stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Are you ready to progress, Lauren? Mm-hmm. See if I can have the same success opening the 2023. Ah. Great success. You just have to really commit to pushing down. Yeah, I think that's the key. Is you just gotta. It feels like you're gonna like break the bo- the neck bottle or the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the neck bottle. The neck bottle. Um, all right. Let's see if I can maintain a decent pour level here, so we have some left over. 
very nice like noise that made. It was like a glug, 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 glug. yeah, sounded like, like you were pouring some like cough syrup in the eighteen hundreds. Cough syrup. Yeah, I was taking some Nyquil to like sleep just for fun. last week. Like, <laughs> we're just taking <laughs> just some Nyquil <laughs> every night. That's how I get to bed. I just robo trip. I prefer Delson. <laughs> Teach their own. I prefer Dayquil at night. <laughs> that seems weird. <laughs> I prefer porcupine quills. <laughs> Keeps me alive. <laughs> All right. What's the appearance we got on the 2023? Pretty Just dark. released. Pretty dog. So this beer's one year old. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Dark again, more head, residual head, which I guess is to be expected. You know, I've got like a little bit of a ring around the rosy. The rosy it, yeah, I have posies. more than the last one, but maybe less than the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your glass seems to work well for the, yeah. the head because it's like really narrow mm-hmm. compared it, to ours. It's like ours are kind of bulbous at the base, but it dissipates rather quickly. Yeah, only too little, buddy. And I, I feel like this, the 2022, the last one we just had, was a little more opaque. This one has some of that translucence around the edges in the yeah. light. But instead of that amber red, it's kind of more just a dark red brown almost. Yeah. Looks really rich. Um, it does. Aroma, more similar to the 2021 for me. Just more like that Hershey's syrup kind of a smell. Chocolate, yeah, you know. very sweet. Interesting. I don't know if I smell as much like vanilla toffee. No, I'm more chocolate on this one for sure. I do smell the cherry, which this one actually kind of pivots from the last two where it was dried fruit. And this one specifically says cherry on the tasting notes or on the the profile characteristics. And then almond is one that they add in there. Oh, yeah. Um, That'll be interesting. I think that might be more present in taste for me. Like when I had the biscotti stout, I felt like I could taste that almond kind of I can kind amaretto of get a little am- vibe. Yeah, like that's what it's more like for me, like amaretto kind of a. Yeah, it could be the fact that it's fourteen point six percent. Yeah, we're borderline on an almond liqueur as far as ABV anyway. For real, let's give her a taste. Wow, a lot different. And, you know, not unexpectedly, you know, carbonation much higher on this one. Oh, yeah. But the finish is a lot brighter. It's not super heavy. It's like, it's sweet, but still has a little bit of a pop to it. Yeah, and the retro nasal olfaction, I'm getting a lot more of that burn than I did with the 2022. It's crazy that the 2021, the oldest we have, and the newest one both have a similar, like, alcohol burn in the retronasal faction. The 2022 was, like, pretty subdued, but this one... It was, yeah. it's definitely a punch when you exhale out the nose. And I feel it on my tongue more. This one, like, lingers on my tongue. Yeah, that burn. I just mm, feel it. tingle. You feel it? (laughs) I'm feeling it. (laughs) I'm feeling it, Mr. Krabs. (laughs) Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Good thing we have all these crackers. We have oyster crackers, graham crackers, pita crackers. Mm-hmm. Cracker crackers. crackers. <laughs> Cracker jacks. Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, yeah, this one has a, a similarly viscous or like chewy mouthfeel to the last one we had. Um but again, the carbonation is one once more elevated. Uh, yeah, and I'm so trying. It's so it's so interesting. It's like a really full mouthfeel. And I'm trying to figure out like because the way this finishes is a lot less heavy than the last ones. Like it's just got like this bright fruity finish. Like I don't know if it's a cherry. It's almost like tart cherry finish. Like mm-hmm. which is a lot different than the last two I had. Like the first one finished heavy. I felt like, but then it had that that alcohol burn after. The second yeah. one, you know, tingled a lot more, but when it left, it didn't leave much of an impression. And then this one, though, like, lingers on my tongue, but from, like, a bright, almost acidic kind of burning uh, feeling. Acidic, yeah. You know? 
which is funny. You don't really think of acid, and it's not sour by any means, but it's got it's got that like tingle on your tongue. Yeah, all very different. I was kind of curious to see how different they'd be in flavor, and I think that's notable. But and that was to be expected. Mouthfeel wise, they were all pretty different. And it wasn't like there was a clear progression between the oldest to the most recent. No. It was kind of like they bounced around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the weird thing. I feel like you would think it would be linear in approach. Yeah. And by doing you know a vertical like this, you'd think, okay, we're going to have amplified flavors throughout the years. But, you know, maybe yeah. that's just a testament to the variations in the in the brewing or in the barrels that they had. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how... The, like how the barrels work, if, if they have a system where they only use barrels after the... How many times they'll reuse a barrel before they... Um, and I'm, I'm assuming from year to year, they're just they're just getting these barrels and they're, of course, blending everything. But I'm wondering if they like reuse barrels year to year or if they use them once and then they you know, scrap them and they get fresh barrels the next year. Well, fresh being that they're a new batch of barrels. But yeah. I'm just kind of curious, like when they get the barrels from all these different distilleries like are they using them multiple times are they using them for that year only and then like recycling i guess there's not rules um with wine typically they'll only use it once in bourbon it has to be new charred barrels yeah well that but that's for bourbon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it'd be probably feasible they could get new barrels every year i just wonder if like they've considered like oh we can you know we'll empty this batch out and then we'll Fill them up again and use them again for a second. Yeah, I'm year. very curious as to how that would affect the flavor. Because something. the fact that they have differences in the 21, 22, and then the 23, like in the you know characteristics of the fl- tasting notes, it makes me think like maybe there there was a change this year in um, you know the barrels that they used, or, or not the barrels they used, <laughs> but like like how many times the barrels had been used, or. Yeah. Or something, there was some kind of variable that was changed because you think if they're using the same distilleries barrels year after year and it's the same base beer, like there'd be minor differences, but really it should be, when it's blended, it should be the same product at the end, pretty much. Yeah, you like think within it'd be a, pretty within similar. A small, you know. Well, I mean, because like you get Four Roses or Buffalo Trace and you're not getting a wildly different product every yeah, exactly. single time, you know. So you think that the blending would kind of account for it. Yeah, because they're not doing like the whole single batch type, you know, they're they're doing a blend. And, and so that practice alone gives you pretty, like as close as consistent results as you can get with any kind of barrel aging. Yeah. So, I don't know. What, I, I like this one though, I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, which is your favorite? Yeah. Probably the last one, I think, actually. The 23. Hmm. Yeah. I concur on that one because I I just like the dynamic flavor. I think the first yeah. one was my second favorite. It was just a little too one dimensional, I think, from the aging process. Yeah, because while this one is the highest of the ABV uh, of the three, I don't think that the booziness. And maybe it's because I had two before this. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I'm just we're all warmed up here. Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't as strong of a burn. It wasn't as it wasn't as high high octane like on the on the palate, but everything else was so much more present. And like mm-hmm. again, you have like that that cherry kicks out, and then you have a little bit of chocolate. Um, that almond liqueur like was more subdued than I was kind of hoping. But again, it's it's not probably the most prominent characteristic no. as as like the biscotti one I had was really nice. I really appreciated that component no, I, of it. The almond was more on the nose. I feel like for me. But you're you right. It? The alcohol was not the prominent feature of this one, I feel like. What were you going to say there? Like sugar cookies. Are you aware that almond extract is a part of sugar cookies? Really? Uh-huh. It's very subtle, but you can taste a difference when it's not there. That's what I um, think about this last one is it's there, but you can't really pick up on the um. But if it, oh, notes. huh. I actually didn't know that about sugar cookies. Uh-huh. Huh. If you're making a homemade, that makes sense because like my mom always had almond extract, and I was mm-hmm. like, "When do you use this?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Like vanilla extract, sure, it's in like every cookie recipe, but the almond extract, I was like, "What are you using this for?" Yeah, only I think like yeah, I don't yeah. know. It'd Weird. be tough for me to to right now rank these 
one to three, I think. I would think sugar cookies would use vanilla. Or both. I think they'd do both. Both? Mm. Yeah, but oh my you need gosh. almond extract for the sugar cookies. Almond. Almond. Get your almonds and your salmon here. Get your <laughs> almonds here. Uh, what if I... So I might do... I don't know. I might do the 2023 is my top. And then I think... Yeah, I think, I think I'd be similar to you, Joe. I think it'd be 2023, then the 21, then the 22 last. Did, um, you, did you give your full ranking, Lauren, or did you just say your favorite? Um, I agree with your ranking. Um, I think I would do the, th- <laughs> the third, we the first, all, and the yeah. second. was The second was my least favorite. So initially, I think because it was very contrasting initially to the first, that I felt like it was going down smoother, but then it actually mm-hmm. took me a longer time to drink. Yeah, I, and you brought up, like, maybe we should do, now that we've had all three, like, like we could do the oldest, the 21, and then have the 23 following yeah. that and kind of see how those stack up. I think those two were... In terms of like the alcohol presence, that you know, kind of high octane burning sensation, and then like the overall flavor profile, like those were pretty similar. But with the older one, like it's had two years to basically mellow out in the in the bottle, and so I think having those side by side might be really interesting. Yeah, I think so too. Well, we just had the twenty three. I guess we can maybe just kind of switch to the twenty one. Hopefully. We'll have a, a that fresh in our mind, the twenty three. Fresh. So fresh. So fresh. I gotta finish mine. I'm behind. Slacking over there. Would you hold a baby or something? <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's been a little extra needy this session, I feel like. It's cause he's jealous. Don't be jealous, kid. He says, I want to try some. I told him in twenty years. Which is kind of insane. To think about. Yeah, like 20 years from now seems yeah. like an eternity. 2043. You won't be able to drink till 2044, kid. Legally, anyway. You've got to wait your turn. We all had to do it. Also, when you turn 21, like you're probably not going to grab gravitate towards stouts. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> <I didn't>. not. <laughs> I've been waiting for this my whole entire life, father. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a step and he's like... Get me that 2022 variant of the... <laughs> Are you sure you want that, son? <laughs> I don't think it's going to be any good. It's chunky. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're going to hold on to that bottle. That's what we're going to do. We should have got an extra 23 because it's the year he's born, and we could have said, here's the Bourbon County from the year you're born. That's your 21st Aww. birthday present. Enjoy. Oh, my gosh. That would have been so fun. <laughs> I mean, you can. there's plenty of 2023s for sale still. So. Yeah. I don't know that how bad will it be. I don't know. We'll find out. We could. Yeah, we could. It'll be an experience for us all. Yeah, I mean, it might be terrible. Like mom and dad, this was the terrible idea that you had. Did you want any more twenty twenty one, Lauren? Do you want to rinse your glass out, or Mm -mm. do you want to rinse it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you want to contaminate flavors? Mm -mm. We're trying to do this by the book. Even three bourbon barrel aged stouts deep were. Playing by the yeah. rules. We're using good practices, cleaning the glass out, refreshing our palates. Don't be an ass. Clean your glass. Wow. So you just poured aggressively there. Got a nice, thin, wispy head from the 2021. It's Dissipating rather quickly. gone. <laughs> yeah. And it's gone. <laughs> and it's gone. Some of it remains. Aroma. Distinct. Distinguished. Direct. Boozy. All things that start with D. Mm. See, now I'm conflicted because I, I really like this now. I liked it before. <laughs> I, li- I liked it before, but like yeah. I think now. You just scared him. Laughing. Now that I'm three, three uh, Bourbon yeah. Counties in, I really like this okay. one. You could give me any beer now, and I'm like, this is <laughs> this delicious. Is great. This is great. It could even be a, a non-alcoholic <laughs> beer, and you'd be like, this is great. This is just- Actually, I probably should nice be. Nice Heineken Zero. This is great. I should be doing NF beers. Or NA beers. <laughs> NF beers. <laughs> Non-formulary? Nope. In beers. <laughs> no beers. No um, French beers. No French beers. Uh, oh, um, weird. Oh, yeah. It's very different now. Yeah, it's also been warmed up a little bit more. It's been sitting oh, out. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. It must be because it's warmer. 
it's almost got a little bit more like salinity, not salinity, mm. but it's more like it's less sweet to me. But it could be just because my palate's wrecked. I don't know if it changes my overall ranking, but it really almost puts the 21 and the 23 varieties at like a 1A, 1B type scenario. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious to try the 22 once it's. Might as well. We've got some more left in the bottle. (laughs) So, like this one, you know, I said it was one dimensional earlier. It's gaining dimensions, I think, as it warms up. And maybe it's the victim of being the first one out of the fridge. That's true. It was the coldest when consumed. You know, this is the this really points out the niceties of a stemmed glass because you can either hold the the globe of the glass and warm it up, or you can hold the stem and not influence the temperature. Another thing that I learned that was counterintuitive is a uh, thicker glass is actually worse at keeping the beer cold. Because the actual thermal mass of the glass itself transmits the heat. Because radiant is the worst function. So if you have thinner glass that has less of a thermal mass to it, it's better. But Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if you have a thick glass, it can lose the heat to the glass. But then the heat radiating off, it's less efficient. But 2021 final notes. Boozy burn on the end. Yeah. Also, yeah, I'm getting a little bit more of like the whiskey component. Like some vanilla and some oaky notes. Yeah. I swear this baby's just out to ruin the podcast this evening. <laughs> He's like been so fussy. He's like, Mom and Dad, you guys drink too much. Well. But Mom really doesn't. And that's why I think Mom is feeling this. <laughs> you feeling yeah, it? Yeah, Mom Mr. can't because she's got to Mom feed went you. sober for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, is- alcohol finishes. Boom on this one, like yeah, definitely solidifies. I still think I'll we gotta try. I gotta try twenty three again, but twenty two I gotta try. You know, back to back. See how this goes. It was nice to be able to bounce around between them and not just go in that linear fashion. Because I think once we had our sips, we uh, were able to you know make a little bit more of an accurate comparison between them. Again, like the I feel like the this. Did I say before the dark fruit was dominant on this one? Or the fruit was? Or did I say it was the the 21? I don't even know where I am anymore. This one, I think, for me, was like less of the fruit flavor. It was more of the... See, the aroma smells more fruity to me now. Has it evolved? It has. It's evolved into a Charizard. Oh, it does. It's way more on the nose, too. So again, maybe this is all about temperature. I think it smells porch just... <laughs> cherry. Take a whiff. It does smell more cherry. I'm gonna have to tap out. Oh, you just chugged <laughs> <laughs> down the hatch. The the babe is and the baby's dictating. a little too fussy for Elsie, but final ranking before you go. Three, one, two. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, you, three, two, one, you can't do that, but you can because we had 21, 22, 23. <laughs> yeah. Works out nicely. Three, one, two. Um, I don't know, actually. I might go one, three, two after having that second pull from the 2021. I really liked it the second time through. I liked it the first time, to be fair, but yeah. I think as it had warmed up, it kind of opened up a little more. It definitely did open up more, I think. I still think I like the three better, but I, you know, now I got to go back and taste the three again. That's the only one I haven't had <laughs> again the only a second way. time. The only, it's the only way. Yeah, so it's such a funny practice of, you know, we, we get these barrel-aged beers and we're like, oh, let's condition it for a year or two. And, and they recommend that because really up to like two years on the shelf, like there's going to be a change in... The mouthfeel, the aromas, the flavor. And so after that, it kind of gets a little more like it's, it's, it's kind of futile to really go beyond a couple of years. Like there might be some things with with beer, but um, I think it's more a practice with like wine and some like yeah. whiskeys. But uh, like, I don't beer, see myself like, aging anything for 10 years yeah, or 15 years. 
Yeah, definitely, though, interesting to see from like when we first had the tasting of the 2021 to that second refill, and it warmed up a little bit, uh, actually quite a bit, and it's because it's, it's almost room temperature right now. Like, it's barely got a chill to it. And it's better that way. It's better like, that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it needs to be cold at all, actually. I stuck them in the fridge for like two hours, I think, before you came. So I was mm-hmm. like, they'll get a little bit cooler. And then they sat out for maybe like 15 minutes before yeah. we started. So it's so maybe a little bit more uh, time out of the fridge. I, I had brought mine over. Actually, it's been in the fridge since I bought it, basically, because, again, we, we tried to schedule oh, this yeah. like a, a week or so ago, but it didn't well, work it, out. With and them. also, if you kept it in the fridge, it would, it would like preserve it from where it was at that moment versus... Yeah, I just want to lock in the flavor. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Again, if you ask me tomorrow, I might have a different answer. But right now, I'm leaning towards 2021 edging out 2023 by a small, small margin. But like, again, those two are almost like 1A, 1B to me. And the 2022, while what it wasn't bad, it just goes behind the other two, in my opinion. Just because I think it was a little more aggressive in some of the flavor and like that mouthfeel while so drastically different because again it was like really bright and it was um like that alcohol burn on the palate was something that wasn't present in the other two as much like usually you get you get a little bit of burn in the, in the retro nasal or you get it kind of up front yeah. but that one it was kind of like it was burning on the tongue yeah and it was like not as pleasant and so that kind of brings it down a notch in my ranking uh so let's i guess we've tried them all twice except the 23 so we can hit back to that one again this one i think is brighter still like from fruit flavors which kind of could be expected being a, a newer beer yeah i think the biggest takeaway from this for me is that it feels like we've drank three different beers which i mean in theory we have because they're not like a continual production item, but they're still all branded as the same thing and use similar malt bills and have similar practices behind them. But they feel like different beers. I think if you did a blind tasting between them, you probably would not think that they were the same beer. Yeah, that's a big, big takeaway. I think the other big takeaway that I have is the temperature makes a huge difference. And maybe because that we've kind of gone through each iteration and then gone backwards, but I think the biggest factor in those differences that we picked up from the second tasting of each one mm-hmm. was because they opened up, they were a little bit warmer. When you have a chilled beer, um, it's normally really good for a, you know, a lager or something like really clean, but something this complex and like the bourbon barrel aging process and the stout it's actually better consumed at a higher temperature than normal. Yeah. Um, and it's really opening up all those really nuanced flavors and aromas. And I think it also kind of helps with the mouthfeel not feeling as like aggressive at times. Yeah. Like the 2022, it was much better the second time through. It wasn't as aggressive, I think, on the palate. But yeah, just definitely be conscious of the temperature when you're consuming your you know, your barrel-aged stouts or barrel-aged anything, really. So I guess that kind of leaves us, like, what's your verdict on aging this beer? Yeah. Would you age it? This one, I think, could be really nice to age. Um, Now, here's the question, like, would I open this a year from now or would I wait two years? Mm. And that's where, you know, you guys, awesome to think about, like, let's let's get a couple of different years and, like, keep them around. Because without that, like, we wouldn't have a 2021, which was a really stellar beer after Mm -hmm. two years of aging in the bottle. Um, So, I don't know. Two years from now, this 2023 might be really excellent. I think because it's so good as it is right now. But I'm also kind of curious, like, would it lose some of that brightness from, like, the cherry, from the fruit flavor? Would it kind of mellow out and become more just, like, you know, burnt sugar, Mm -hmm. a little bit of that, like, bitter chocolate? the Hershey syrup. I don't know if that'd be the direction it would go or if it would kind of let the fruit flavors evolve as well, because it was definitely the most fruit forward beer of the three. 
but that fruit flavor may be something that's like lost as a product of aging. So I don't know. I'd be kind of curious to get like, I almost want to get two of them and like try one in a year from now and then try it two years from now. Let's do it. The only thing is we we can't really do a side-by-side comparison a year apart, but well, we can listen to our old episode and be like, now we have a document because we tried the 21 or the 20. What year did we do? We have a YouTube video where we tried several variants. I think that was the 2021. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, definitely wait, let me, let me, what's our, what's our channel name? It's like, Carolina beer. East Carolina beer, but we have it documented now, at least is what this tasted like. Cause I was thinking like, how would you tell, but you could either take tasting notes or Ooh, we did the 2019 and the 2020 release. So we, Oh yeah, we had a, uh, I thought it was 2019, 2020, but yeah. Yeah. So, so we had the year before this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so now we have it documented. We know what the 23, tastes like to us anyway so we could we could grab a couple age them see how it goes you know and we'll meet back here in a year meet back here in a year same time same place <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think this is a a pretty cool experiment on you know i'm curious if anybody's listening has done a vertical tasting of these specific beers or other beers you know we'd love to hear what your experience is on how the the beers aged out and how it you know tastes year to year, because I think it's it's a pretty cool thing. Because like I said before, it feels like we tried three different beers, not three of the same beer. You know, in succession, it really is funny right. how the the impact of aging and probably variances in brewing year to year really uh, impact the flavor of the finished product. So grab some now if you can. Get a couple extra ones and just like. Stick them in the pantry, keep them in a, you know, nice, relatively cool condition, like out of the light, let them age properly, and then uh, just have fun with it the next year, and then maybe two years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's if you got a beer, if you got room to spare, a bottle of beer, just let it sit. Forget about it. Set it and forget it, you know? Forget about it. Like it's an old rotisserie oven. Set it and forget it. <laughs> So I didn't forget. Do you remember those infomercials? I wonder how many listeners know about those infomercials. Rotisserie oven. Uh, Set it and forget it. You don't remember that? Oh my god! It's not like a crockpot thing. It's like I don't know, but like that's exactly what happened with my 2022 uh, biscotti stout from Bourbon County. Um, Set it and forget it. It's a slogan popularized by Ron Popeil, American inventor, marketing personality. The father of the infomercial said that. The father of the infomercial. But yes, it was like you could make your own rotisserie chickens. I just remember these commercials as a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Three easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. You could have had that rotisserie oven. It was always like three or four easy payments of... Yeah, easy blah, payments. Blah, blah, blah. They're not hard payments. They're always easy. Here, you want to finance this rotisserie cooker? Do you remember <laughs> commercials being like... Kids, tell your parents it's only eight easy payments of nine yeah. ninety nine. You can get ask uh, your parents magic sand or b- the balloon things that are like. You remember that? Like, yeah, they're like, but you magic like blow like, them up, but the balloons are like. Yes, they like came out of a tube. It was like a tiny straw, and it was like some goop, and it like made a, yeah. a bubble that would like not pop. Yep. Yeah, and then flome. Remember flome, that flome? Yes, oh, I do. Gosh. Or the uh, like the magic. Uh, it was like that blackboard material, but it was like oh, yeah. rubbery and like it had a rainbow like mm-hmm. second layer. So if you push on it, it like yeah, makes it, different colors. Mm-hmm. No mess. Yeah, no mess. It's no paint. I'm like, yeah, you gotta be kidding me. Oh gosh, wow, what a nostalgia bomb that was. But uh, trip down memory lane. Yep. Well, there's no Elsie pick of the week this week. Uh, her pick was the Bourbon County Stout. <laughs> <laughs> we, we guessed get- it. <laughs> We made it, but we're here. We learned a lot. We already shared our feelings, I think, what we learned today. Um, but yeah, uh, a fun episode to do, I think. You know, I enjoyed it. Learned a lot. Yeah. Tasted a lot. <laughs> Tasted a lot. And, uh, you know, some some quality beer. So if you guys have done a similar thing, if you've done a vertical, vertical tasting, or if you've even just tried the 23 uh, so far this year, let us know. Uh, we are on... A variety of platforms. You can email us at uh, 
East Carolina Beer at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at East Carolina Beer. Facebook, East Carolina Beer and Brewing. Uh, Twitter slash X. We're not really on there anymore. Threads, we're on the same as our Instagram. And, uh, you know, we're just always happy to hear from you. You can leave us a nice review on your favorite podcast platform. But other than that, we are out and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.